afternoon on this fine September 1st, 2016 day. I'm Claudia Shambaugh, filling in once again for Kimberly Martin on her Real People of Orange County show. Today, we'll sit down with Kirby Piazza, Visual and Performing Arts Department Chair and Coordinator for the Academy of Creative Expression at Costa Mesa High School. So many amazing programs available to the students there. We'll be right back with this local hero to talk about them after station break. Stay tuned, won't you? Welcome back. My guest on this Real People of Orange County edition is Kirby Piazza. He wears a multitude of hats over at Costa Mesa High School, grades 7 through 12 on Fairview Road, right across from Orange Coast Community College. A graduate of San Diego State University, he's developed his artisan chops, spending 10 years living, working, researching artistic traditions in, and these aren't parallel places, I know I'm mixing cities with countries, artistic traditions in London, Berlin, Poland, Turkey, Ireland, Greece, Sweden, Mexico, and Guatemala. He's taught art and ceramics at the Irvine Fine Art Center, opened and ran a wabi-sabi he'll tell me how to say that prep appropriately here in a bit uh, art studio with garrett striker in costa mesa he is responsible for annual newport mesa unified school district wide juried art showcase at the orange coast college the art gallery and his credits at the costa mesa high school are extensive teaching photography, ceramics, digital art, AP studio art, and coordinator for the Orange County High School Photography International, Invitational, it should be international, now hosting its 25th annual this year. He's developed the Academy of Creative Expression program for the high school, a school within a school. He's received his Orange County Museum Music and Art Director Awards three years and the, the uh, Newport Mesa Star Award. And for goodness sakes, he's the rainmaker, having received over $175,000 in grants from such sources as the Newport Mesa School Foundation, the Perkins Grant, and the Costa Mesa High School Foundation. He joins me today in studio. Welcome to Real People of Orange County, Curry. Well, it's great to be here. Wow, and a voice for radio after he's got the aesthetic down graphically. He can do the radio, too. Well, so, Kirby, I know people are going to roll their eyes and say, you're not going to try another visual thing, but I, I do lots of visuals oh. on radio ways. But let's, let's take, for the first, an, an audio tour of the terrific fine arts facility that you've built up at Costa Mesa High School and get a look at the various departments where you are grooming this fine local talent. Well, good. Um, I want to say when I first got to Costa Mesa High School about 12 years ago, we had a small lyceum that was quite run down, and we had four art teachers, two performing arts teachers and two visual arts teachers total. Um, Since then, we have um, built a new performing arts center. If you drive by on Fairview Avenue, you cannot miss it. It's amazing. Uh, It's like a junior um, Segerstrom Center hall. Uh, it's an incredible facility, state of the art. Uh, we've also 
redone both the choir room and the music room, uh, band room. Uh, we've redone the ceramics room, the drawing and painting room, along with the photography studios and digital art rooms. So it's, there's a total makeover, um, along with adding new programs um, like music technology and uh, our film and video broadcast news, which um, we'll be doing a <clears throat> does a uh, uh, multicultural broadcast news, both in English and Spanish. And wow. we also have a new dance program that didn't exist several years ago, um, which I want to say the leader of that it was a math teacher on our campus, C- uh, Cynthia Casca. Okay. And we she's found out there. she's still there. And we found out that she was actually a UCI dance major, but she thought, well, I can get a job in math. There was not many jobs in dance. And um, she came out of the woodwork. We found her and she came out of the woodwork and started a program, um, like which I said several years ago didn't exist. Now she has over 160 students and has an amazing dance program. And we have a dance room built especially for her as well as part well, of the Performing Arts Center. Let's get back to her when we talk about sort of formative, sure. pedagogical aspects to what the fine arts contribute. Because she would be living proof of all the modalities, all the the spheres in her brain like firing like crazy. No An example that seamlessly moving between yes. those spheres so tell us um you know um what what it's like for you as an educator what some of your one-on-one time with students some kind of you know stories yeah. that you tell us well i can tell you how i base the program since i'm the director um and what my my i'd like you to still say have my, to teach yes but i still have to teach i right. teach uh, seven classes um we are on a block schedule, so it's it's easier. We have you know odd and even days, more of a college type of feel to ninety minute t- classes, which is great for the arts. Um, yeah, that's right. But our I want to say our, our overall department philosophy is um, project based learning um, is the kind of the term, and um, basically meaning getting away from written tests and memorization as as much as performing and doing. So. Um, and the visual arts that is seen with a lot of projects. So um, instead of necessarily doing what I did in high school, which was having to learn all the vocabulary before you're able to touch anything in the ceramics room, say, um, we think of it as as, as you um, <clears throat> do projects, you'll learn the vocabulary it becomes part of you because it, it can't be separate the vocabulary of a certain field medium with the actual action of doing things. So um, and it and it's something that will sink in a lot deeper. So project based learning is really what we do so we get kids active we really get them um to do projects um my day-to-day work with students on a variety of levels is um still you know talking to them getting their their interests what they're interested in and um kind of combining their interests with both the technology whether it be photoshop or cameras um and uh what we're trying to get them to really at the end of the day communicate so we want them to be able to communicate in different languages, whether which is what art is, communication, you could say, um, whether it be through choir, through band, through photography. Um, so that's kind of our overall philosophy, educational philosophy that I try to incorporate and we try to push. So um, I think we've been very successful in that. Our numbers just go up and up and up as far as the students are. Okay. okay. So our, so. Attendance is sort of filling up, up b- bursting at the seams. Amazing. We've had to hire... Have to turn some people away, or you can keep adding faculty? Luckily, it's all based on the the um, philosophy is it's a student-driven 
master schedules, a student-driven um, courses. So meaning when students sign up for something, boom, we'll, we'll push for it. Okay. Uh, the admin will push for it. So they love to see that. So we've wow. gone from four instructors, like I said, when I first joined, to now we have nine full-time employees, uh, teachers. Um, and uh, we, you know, like I said, we have drama, now a full-time drama that just came on this year um, for full-time. Um, so we have a, a drama, dance, choir, band, uh, 2D art, ceramics, photography. I'm sorry, what's the 2D art? 2D art, drawing and painting. Oh, two-dimensional. Two-dimensional. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, film and video and music technology, which is like a um, garage band type class. So um, uh, we've we've really expanded our offerings. And like I said, they keep filling up. We even hired somebody, uh, another part time teacher last year to fill up some extra sections. The kids just the kids are uh, uh, want it. You know, it's right. it's just a need. It's coming out as a need for them. They really want to be able to express themselves. And I can take that back to the history of probably where I think that came from is, you know, for, for 15, 20 years with no child left behind. Okay. Wow. Um, you know, a lot of the arts programs, the hands-on programs, the things like auto shop and, and wood shop and even uh, home ec home ec? were all taken away. And because it was all drived for the testing, what was the what was the most important thing? Scoring high on these tests, you know, was your school a, a really great school to have a great API? And I think after so many years, we we really came to realize, wow, we've graduated all these kids now that have scored higher and higher on math and English and science and history tests. But industry came back and really said, we don't have anybody who can actually do anything anymore. <laughs> you know, right. uh, with the every, hands. yeah. So nobody could do anything with their hands. It was a thing. So um, some different programs came in, like CTE, which is, stands for Career Technical Education, and that started to look at ways. Um, students could start learning with their hands and we have an um, amazing program as well part of my uh, pathway program is through CTE so you're so collaborating with I'm collaborating with CTE along with uh, the visual arts classes and when so. you were talking I just want to make sure we fill our alphabet soup out is the yes. API is that an academic performance index or correct what do we call? and it's, it's gone now but that was the so that was the indicator of whether you're a good school or bad school right right but I can tell you after a lot of research went into the whole API score system and looking at schools. And at the end of the day, they, they realized, oh, people who have socioeconomic levels that are higher, their schools seem to score higher. Mm. Um, and, mm. and it didn't really change that much. Um, and so um, luckily, I think we've gone back to more of a renaissance approach, realizing kids need hands-on. They need, different, they need a variety of things to stimulate their brain, grow their intellect, I mean, that's what it's all about, not necessarily learning algebra, but you know, expanding your brain so you have connections. The synapses are connected in a multitude of ways. And I mentioned in the introduction, it's grades 7 through 12, not very many <clears throat> schools. I don't know about in Newport Mesa Unified, but in uh, Irvine Unified, it's, it's the first grade is 9 in the high school. So does that... Is that uh, some kind of opportunity for your curriculum, your pedagogy, to kick into high gear? Yeah, I think it's great. We have two schools, uh, Corona de Mar High School, along with Costa Mesa High School, are both 7 through 12. Um, and I don't know of another one in Orange County. Uh, so uh, what it does for us is our teachers are able to get these kids um, uh, interested and um uh, familiar with our programs at a very early age so they're not coming from the middle school over to a high school and and learning all over again um but uh, we see them for so our band for instance has students for six years 
So um, uh, Sandy Gilbo is our band director, and and along with uh, our choir director, John Lindfors, um, both can see kids for six years, so they can really, really get um, uh, some amazing um, uh, development in their skills and and passions and and really know what they want to do and and, um, grow these kids, you know. Wow. Okay. So do you have any interesting one-on-one kind of situations with your students you can um, talk about? I guess, you know... I mean, this isn't like a, a HIPAA requirement. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to name names or anything like that. No social security numbers. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, I have students come back all the time. Uh, uh, well, we'll talk form- about alumni. the Hall of Fame later. Okay. But I'm Good. thinking just in class, that special, you know, Those revelatory, aha, uh-huh. uh-huh, uh, surprises, etc. It, it happens It happens both ways. Uh, you... you you show some things sometimes, and in that moment, the kid it's it's something new to them, or they re- didn't realize they 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 come to understand something all the time in the arts. Mm-hmm. To sometimes it takes years. I'm so, I tell some you know uh, student teachers they they want feedback right away. You know why didn't this kid respond? I go you know sometimes I'll get an email from a kid four years later, which I have received right. four or five years later uh, from a student. And one was an engineering student, and she wrote back to me. She said, "You know what? That one, a project that we did, and you talked about the one artist and what he was trying to do. Um, the great Chuck um, Close. Oh, um, okay. You know, his work, yes, amazing. I know the name. Um, I can't. Okay. I can't doodle anything. Okay. I can. That reminds me of Chuck Close. <laughs> Not and close at all. She said, "I'm." She was sitting at. She was at UC Riverside. She was a chemical engineering major, <sighs> like and she said, wrote this letter. I'm writing to you to tell you. There's an email uh, that I. I just. I get it now." I get what you're talking about, this connection to things. So it was, it was really beautiful, and uh, I think teachers throughout their career, we get those, those kids all the time. And, and sometimes FYI, it's, uh, all you students, do not forget where you came from. And yeah. it's, those <laughs> pedagogues in your past need to hear, and I actually, I reminded my own to stop by, to the, at the middle school at least, but yes, most they need to know where yes. all that sweat went. Tell your, you go back and, and tell your teachers, email them, go back and see them. And t- who knows what grade it level it was at, but tell them what they meant to you. Because sometimes it wasn't even a, a, a subject area you're in, but it, it means something to you later. So there's yeah, we so love many it. different yeah aspects. It's yeah, even the non-academic. There was maybe some leadership thing that they. Mm-hmm. Had, but I digress from the arts, the finest of the fine arts. But any, but there's not. And we'll let you think about it. And that comes back to you there's yeah. some kind of side by side thing sure. that uh, to talk about that well you have for those of you who've just joined us I'm Claudia Shamba I'm filling in this week for Kimberly Martin here at Re- Real People of Orange County and my guest is Kirby Piazza he's the Costa Mesa High School's visual and performing arts department chair and coordinator for the Academy of Creative Expression, also known as ACE, here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, streaming on the web, in studios all over the world, KUCI.org. If you miss any portion or whole shows, you can go to Real People of Orange County in the archives at KUCI or realpeopleoforangecounty.com. It's Kimberly's website. I put my show's recordings up there so you can hear some of mine, too, that I've done from time to time. Well, now let's have you, Kirby, tell us. You mentioned a few colleagues, Cynthia Koska and a few others. So tell us about 
who's been instrumental in advancing these programs? Maybe just give them a, that that kind of educator hall of fame. Sure. Um, Shout outs to all of the First ones. of all, uh, you know, when, I fir- when I first arrived at Costa Mesa High School, uh, two of my, you know, my mentors who were there were in the performing arts, actually. Um, uh, John Linfors who is a Tustin Tiller graduate, which I am also, so I want to shout out, give a shout out to the Tustin Tillers there. And he has been the choir director at Costa Mesa High School for 20 plus years. Wow. He's not going anywhere. He's where he is. Exactly. And he is teaching now, I think, his uh, uh, former students' kids now. They're coming around. Wow. And uh, he has an amazing program. He has taken kids to New York City. They've performed in Carnegie Hall. He has performances throughout the year that both reflect our uh, our our cultural American cultural, along with a lot like of jazz, that kind of or uh, gospel, all and, kinds and of stuff? the holidays and different okay. types of events Americana. He runs programs that are multimedia. He's had programs that have dealt with um, that have visual effects and things like that. Some of the most amazing programs you you could imagine. He also they do fundraising. They have uh, he ties his kids to all the time through to other social causes. They do solo concerts where kids get to go up and perform any song that they want to perform. And um, it's just a, a plethora of, of things that he has kids go out and do and, and, and see. And he has professionals come in, both former students and other professionals come in and work with the students. And him and his accompanist, uh, Jerry uh, Wilhot, are just have an amazing program. Jerry, uh, what's his last name? Uh, uh, Wilhot. Wilhot. And uh, our band director, who's also been there 20 plus years, uh, Sandy Gilbo, also, you know, has has created an amazing program. She has a marching band. She does jazz band. Uh, she's taking kids, I think, every other year, maybe, they, they go to New Orleans and uh, the jazz band kids to, to perform, to experience the home of jazz. They travel to all sorts of competitions throughout the state. They host competitions. Her husband is actually the band director at Huntington Beach High School, so they are a band family through and through. And she's an amazing young young son, Remy, who also is in band and performing. He went to New York this year and performed all year. So they are just music through and through. And what she has achieved with her kids through all these performances and bringing in people. And she's actually started a strings program as well. If that wasn't enough, they started a strings program and to where there's violins and, and uh, other string instruments. So in, With orchestral repertoire yeah, or strings yes, in yes. a kind of a more... Kind of band or- situation, okay, for an orchestra. Yeah, and so the the music portion of that our school has has always been really really rock solid from the very beginning. So they've been instrumental in um, keeping a lot of uh, alumni coming back and 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 supporting the the cause and keeping such a high profile because performance is such a high profile that when administrators and uh, superintendents and things come to these performances along with parents. Uh, it's just showcase time. And that it's like, wow, these kids are doing this. This is um, something that sells better than just going to a school board meeting and say, we need to have the arts. You know, when you see this, you're like, wow, we have it. We, could, we, should, we should be supporting this fully. Um, like I said, we have a new drama uh, teacher, Robin Biggs, who just came to us. She's a very experienced. We're very lucky to get such an experienced uh, um, drama teacher. She also teaches art, so we kind of get a double whammy out of her. And uh, she'll be taking over our productions this year, and she has at least four productions that are already scheduled. That's and ambitious, it seems to me. So, and, and a Shakespeare festival, I believe, too. So, oh, really? Yes. So it should be 
a really interesting year and, and seeing her. And now that we have classes on campus, we never had classes on campus. So um, Where did you have it was your after classes? it was after school. It was an after school program oh. was drama. Okay. So um, now it'll be part of the school day, which um, I can get into later about the ACE Academy, which is the Academy of Creative Expression and how we feel the arts should be taught and uh, for our clientele as far as City Costa Mesa. Um, uh, I mentioned Cynthia Casca, who's doing our dance program, who, like I said, has grown it uh, tremendously and has over four or five performances also a year. Um, and we've had to add, keep adding classes for her because more and more students want to sign up for it. Um, we also have uh, Kelly Marchbank, who is our two-dimensional drawing and painting instructor. And uh, she has also started AP Studio Art for Drawing and Painting, which is a very demanding class and has a, over her, her first year already had an 80% pass rate for students in the um, AP Studio Art. So she's doing tremendous work and she's always, she's created, you know, faculty art shows and she's big into bringing families in. She's very, she's very community centered, the arts and bringing kids in and supporting kids in our local community. And so she really, she wears her heart on her sleeve as far as like, she really loves these kids and you can, you can tell every day. And our ceramics teacher is Jackie Ames. And Jackie has also that power to kind of influence kids and and they 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 are really gravitate towards her you know that they they understand her and uh she's brought a a a new sense of passion and love for for hands-on work and creating things in in 3d mold because she doesn't just do clay she also does other things to kind of break it up and understand like kids understand there's other ways to create things and express yourselves through the 3d art forms um so that's some of our base uh, I, I forgot oh i forgot to mention matt hancock's our music technology who uh um teacher and matt's in his second year i believe and has already grown the program um he is a he's also a bass player and plays in bands and um i just talked to him today he said he's going to start you know playing in a country band is this new thing you know so all uh-huh. this stuff informs you know what you bring back to kids of course and so um I think a lot of our teachers, since they're engaged in performance and and creating, that um, we're not just sitting there teaching and walking away. We're also, a lot of us um, are active in the community and um, doing our own, uh, doing our own, we, we practice what we preach, I could say. We don't just sit around and teach, but we actually are doing art shows ourselves and performances and playing bands and things like that. So um, we have a, it's, and, and that's one part of the program is you have to have the faculty. You have to have the people who are engaged and love what they do and can, um, and that just rubs off on kids. They, they just know. Right. Well, one, there's a couple of questions I had to follow up with. There's a special demographic, I think, in Costa Mesa. So you are tapping in maybe, a, maybe a more of a mix of Anglo-Latino students. Is this figuring into some of the the offerings at, at, in the arts programs? Um, I can say, you know, we are a Title One school, so we have. It means. Uh, uh, over 40%, 50% of your students are either on a free and lunch or um, we have ELD learners. We have about, I think, 400 um, ELD learners at our school. Um, and we also have a sizable Asian population and mixed uh, a mixed bag of other groups that make up a really well-rounded campus. Um, we have uh, uh, 
I think the programs, a lot of, like I said, with project-based learning, um, you know, you, we might be teaching students um, <clears throat> something about Photoshop or uh, in the arts, a certain, a certain aspect, an element or principle of design, mm -hmm. but the project themselves, they can, they can do what they want to do with it. So if a kid is more interested in a certain style or a certain cultural aspect, they can, they can communicate through their art through that. But we also have a great language arts department at our school. We have both uh, Chinese Mandarin we teach and along with uh, Spanish. And so we do have connections with those departments for certain times of the year to combine our, our departments and have performance performances and displays of artwork of uh, to to enhance that that collaboration and understanding that the community is this mix of group with different cultural backgrounds that want to express that and like I said with uh, with the band they're, they're the band and the choir also perform different uh, cultural genres. types genres and things mm -hmm. like that so yeah and another question comes to mind when you're talking about where these works are presented and and my little I can't remember Jeffrey's last name, the arts manager for the John Wayne Airport mm -hmm. showcase space. Have you ever worked with the airport? Uh, I have not. Jeffrey, but I, I can't think of Jeffrey's last name. I, I've... Ah. I used to do installation work okay. for, for several Handy. years. And so uh, I did install things at John Wayne Airport back in the early 90s. But, but that, um, wouldn't that be I, great, I, your I, stuff showing I, there? I, I, yeah, it would be, it'd be amazing. So we have uh, uh, several ways to show student work in, in the and visual arts. Yes. And so um, throughout the year, we have uh, different shows. that just show on campus, of course, in, in the different foyers and um, different display cases and things like that and the rooms we also have kind of an alley between the rooms that we called art alley and twice a year we have kids uh, displaying their work outside and if it's a photograph you know we print it up on a certain paper and we 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 paste it to the walls and we have chalk art and we have kids creating things on the ground itself and they'll be doing that at lunch or before school after school and kids come around and it's really kind of a great idea uh great aspect of learning for kids who are usually drawing by themselves in the back of the room or something and to see their work and have kids come up and go that's cool I like that you know like that direct feedback is really interesting for them mm -hmm. um, and uh, we also have a senior show every year at the lab um, in the um, <clears throat> the gallery there our seniors take that over and Kelly Marchbank was the one that uh, formulated that and got that going uh, so uh, it's good for the kids to get out and see the, the, what other people are doing and other people seeing what they're doing is, is really great for our senior students to get their portfolios out there and seeing work. And also we do um, show at a uh, big show at uh, UC, uh, OCC in the uh, Robert, no, it's the... Um, uh, the main gallery there across is that the from, summer like the like the very big end of May almost the end of May yes I think I've seen so, those flyers so that's our our big yeah. show and it's beautiful the kids walk in and see their show their sh their work up in a professional gallery hung professionally and they're blown away it's it's amazing it's all yes the frame is a very important okay, aspect no of mm -hmm. of the art yes for those of you who've just tuned in to Real People of Orange County. I'm Claudia Shambaugh, filling in for Kimberly Martin. And we have the pleasure of talking with Kirby Piazza. He's Costa Mesa High School's Visual and Performing Arts Department Chair and Coordinator for the Academy of Creative Expression here on 
KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, streaming on the web, KUCI.org. So, those are some of the places you're showing it. Are, when you put those pieces of work up for exhibit and all that, are, are there, uh, for anybody who has this collecting thing going on, is there, are there any of these things for sale? Uh, yes. Um, our show at the, the lab is, the work is always for sale. And um, a lot of the times students do get offered work by, um, our own faculty is great at buying student work. I'll bet they so do. They're it's, just it's, jumping uh, on it. Yes. Yeah, First crack. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So the students are all, always uh, looking for any, any kind of feedback, but when they hear money involved, they're like, wow, really? You're going to pay for that? So, and I have a, I guess I could tell a sto- story about uh, uh, this a is what we want. student. I had last year, we did a show with the city of Costa Mesa, which is a great partner. City of Costa Mesa is amazing. And we'll talk all about that in in greater detail. So we had a, uh, they had an event last year, Art in the Park, and it was sponsored by Billabong and these these action sports clothing companies. Nearby in Costa Mesa? Yeah, all that are are involved in in, in Costa Mesa. Right down the 19th. Yep. And... So we had a st- students come and do some live artwork there, along with having their artwork shown there in, in, in a Costa Mesa Park with a bunch of other artists, professional artists. So it was nice to see their work next to other yes. artists. And we had a student who was doing a uh, working with the other professional graphic design artists and graffiti artists that, that some of these people brought out for their you know to do their things and she was doing a big board by herself and she was painting away and mm-hmm. uh she, not spraying very, painting spray yeah, she, painting. she yeah. was she was spray painting and painting and just kind of doing okay. her own thing and a gentleman came up and started talking to her and and i was kind of far away looking at who she's talking to and this lady i know who works for element which is a big clothing brand right. which is owned by billabong we say wow that's the ceo of billabong Stop. and so we went up and started talking to her. She, what did that guy say? She goes, oh, who was that? I don't know, but he was interested and he wants to buy my work and show it at Element. And she goes, is he for real? Was he goofing around with me? We're like, no, that is the real, you know, that's the real deal. And about two weeks before that, she had talked to me about how can I become an artist? What do I need to do? How do I get in a gallery? How do I get my work, you know, sold? Out and there, I, and yeah. we And um, the advice I gave her was, you know, don't miss any opportunities, any time something comes to you join it you know and uh, meet up with other art friends network with artists and things will happen and this was a it was just great it was two weeks later it was kind of like you know usually give advice and you think maybe years later you know they might realize it it was come to fruition also a healthy sense of skepticism because (laughs) she's not going to get taken for any rides exactly helpful so uh, yeah, just two weeks later, boom, she was the one that got up. Uh, several other seniors who had asked to come and perform, you know, come and draw or paint. Uh, you know, it was too early in the morning for them or something like that, maybe. And she's the one that got up, got out of bed, came down there. She even had to work that day. And she was the one who met this person and created a networking opportunity and was able to um, go down to Element, meet the art directors, show them her portfolio, things that you just can't do off the street. As an, Even if you're going to a great art school, you can't just walk into a professional place and say, hey, show me your stuff, and they want to see it. And so um, that uh, is fast track. this is some of the stuff that uh, can happen if you, you know, for you art students out there early bird this is you what know, the worm looks like if hang out with artists Elemental. and get into shows and do it don't turn down any opportunity to show your work high or low you don't know who's going to be there and who's going to see it and who's going to you know purchase it well i mean look at 
there's all these offices. There's all these doctor's offices that could just get rid of that Hallmark stuff. And a lot of them want to, yeah. They do. Okay, so you send them there to all sorts of medical centers and everything? I know from installing art, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of people who, if they had the choice, if you brought it in and showed them a price. They want that original work and Mm -hmm. people on their way up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's happening. So we, well, part of our So that's sort of your business school aspect. Yes, exactly, Uh exactly. So our AP students, our advanced students, that's some of the things we tell them. You know, you, you have to really go out there and sell yourself. You know, there's no there's no short way to do it. You can draw really cool and maybe put on Instagram and show your friends. But at the end of the day, you really got to get out to the people who we need artists in our culture for sure. And whether we need them or not, they're going to be there because art is something that just comes out. You can't suppress it. But we also need art buyers. So, well, I would like to explore. I'm not. I don't want to broadside you with the pedagogical thing. It's a mm-hmm. sort of it's a technical kind of cognitive uh, t- uh, aspect but if you were able I I would like to know if you're able to make more and more the case because you're working with 7th through 12th graders mm-hmm. you've got really established arts programs and you've been through different kinds of federal state initiatives about what curriculum is going to be required and what results you get are you able to make a case for this vibrant fine arts program accentuating all of the other disciplines that are on your campus that's a it's a slippery slope when you start saying if it's going to accentuate or if it's a if it's good for its because of itself and so i i think i'm asking yeah. it as a two-way yeah. street kind yeah. of question yeah so we take it as art and support art is important and to develop these artistic skills um, on their own right Okay. For sure. Yeah. If I if we try to tie it to you know music, sometimes they tie music and math. Um, but if they ever found out, if a study ever came out, found out that well, you know, studying music really doesn't really help math. They might say, oh, then get rid of music and just keep more math. But classes. it won't. It won't ever be that way, though. Right. It will prove pause. But I just I, didn't know if you had yeah. some kind of so, thumbnail but, sort of reports in your head. Yeah, but well, what I would say is, um, you know, uh, the arts themselves. You know, generate when I, when I talk to parents, say a back to school night type of thing. I say I'm teaching the same thing as the algebra teacher and the science. I'm teaching problem solving. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching skills about the brain. They have to go through multiple steps. We even have a dark room, so you know, kids of uh, which they still go out and do analog, you know, film. Yes. Um, uh, and so, and when they see when they see something develop in the in the in the the tray, they are just blown away. Um, and they're going through steps. They're going through the like all the problem solving steps and, and drawing a picture to to doing a performance to how you're going to sing it, how how you're going to perform it, how you're going to dance it, um, what you're going to make out of clay. It's such a multi step process. All of this, um, and it's so it follows the same things as an algebra problem. You know, coming up with what is x. Right. Um, the difference is, which is exciting for me, and I, you know, I I think is. In math, two plus two is always going to be four, you know. But in art, it's going to be different, you know. It's going to be purple could be lavender, exactly, maybe it's exactly. So it's going, there is an answer blue. for all of us, but um, and we know it when we when we when we get it, but uh, it's going to be different for all of us. Well, then let me try this angle on how the art performs for the school. Can you make connections with the art curriculum? bringing about a, a higher percentage of completion rates at the high school. Hmm. Every There's a curriculum for everybody. Right. I, I definitely think so, because I know 
every program has students who some kids come to school because of one program you know it used to be maybe it was auto shop you know or it's football or whatever the program is you just you you love football you Chinese love auto shop, and you're going to come just yeah. for that and right. so you're going to get c's in your other classes just so you can make sure you can get on the field and play um we see that all the time and we recognize it we support it and some kids we have kids all the time that come to school just for art they want to be around art teachers. They want to be around other art students. They want to be in the class for, for multiple hours a day, drawing, painting, performing. Um, and so, you know, our, our program, I think, by itself, by the numbers that we generate and our AP scores are quite high. To Our, our AP scores, if you're, you know, if you're familiar with the AP testing, right. which is One to five. very big. It's, yeah. it's, it's huge. And you need a three, or three, four, or five to score to... Um, Pass, for, for which credit. Is, it's big on a couple ways. It's big because by taking AP class, you get an extra grade bump. So you you wonder, you know, we always wonder, how does the kid have a 4.3? Like, you know, what is yeah. that? This is 4.0. Uh, they took extra AP classes. Um, it also generates uh, college credit. If you pass, you get three units, which is good. I tell kids, even if you're going to OCC or Golden West or Irvine, um, if you have those three units and you go to register your first day and you want to take some class, if you have more units than somebody else, you get priority. So there's a lot of gamemanship, you know, in the college game that we can help in high school by getting them college credits, experience in college level type classes, along with getting that grade uh, grade level grade uh, average up <clears throat> to maybe get into the college that they want to get into. Because some kids don't realize they can go or don't think they want to go till maybe their junior or senior year, and they're like, whoa. What did I do my freshman year? Maybe wasn't I wasn't preparing myself enough. So, uh, the AP classes definitely help in in generating that. So we have, I have, like I said, about an eighty percent pass rate. Which for most of our AP classes, it's you know thirty, forties, fifties for different classes, whether they be English or or uh, history or science. Um, And so, and I think the reason we have such a high pass rate is because the kids who take AP art uh, want to do it they're dedicated they're dedicated and they've done the time there a lot of the kids who take another AP class they're taking it because they know it's good for college but they're not necessarily uh, in love with that subject but they know it's important they've been told it's important to take it so it's a big difference our kids love it so they perform well in it and there you go I was wondering earlier when you mentioned about how it's student driven the curriculum how does that work with planning for the right FTEs in the right <laughs> subjects, though. You have to know that uh, maybe a good six months ahead of time, right? Yes, and we do, because we do registration in, in, in February, March. Luckily, there are these people called administrators <laughs> Oh yeah, them. who are paid uh, more than me to worry about that, you know? But so it's, that's, it's not... It is very hard for them. They have, uh, we have an a, amazing administrators at our school, I must say. Uh, Jake Haley is our principal, and he does an amazing job of, I think when he first came there, he said, how are you guys doing all these programs? You know, how, this is amazing what is going on here at the school. There's, how can you have all these art classes? How can you have all this stuff? And, and some of it's because we teach multiple classes. You know, I teach a digital art class and graphic design. And I also teach photography and I also teach AP studio. And a lot of our teachers teach multiple type sections and at different levels. But he has supported us 100%. And that's one of the, I know it's one of the keys to a great arts program is administrative support, enthusiastic administrative support that knows the value of these programs and can work with the teachers to hire the right people 
and make sure the program is there so kids can take it so it's not being pushed aside for something else well so enthusiasm and booster and support is the segue to the municipal support and leadership you're getting as well as the civic support you're getting yes. the, in terms of some figures that people are going to be their little eyebrows are going to go up when they yeah. hear you talk about it. let's start with katrina foley who's been on the council yep. served on the school board and is back uh, running for the council uh, right no, now. she's on the council. Uh, she's on right the now. council now. So she's I think she's right rerunning. Or, uh, no, no, she's, uh, she's in. She's, she's I think in. She's got two more years. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Katrina. Hope you, uh, no. So, uh, tell us about what Katrina has been contributing. To she this. is. She's amazing. She has, like I said, she's been on the yeah the council, the school board, the council again, and she is amazing supporter of not only the arts but all the programs at Costa Mesa High School. Well, she's but, got some skin in this game too. Yes, yes, she's she has, in the catchment he, area. She's right? a couple of great kids who uh, one just graduated and and one right now that believes a junior and he's uh, the quarterback of the football team. Oh, wow. And so she's involved with the football boosters and things like that, but she's always she's she came to me at one point and said, "Hey, I want to have an arts presence on the foundation." And our foundation helps support a lot of the programs and brought me onto that and really has been a driving force for the arts in particular at Costa Mesa High School and in the district, I could say as a whole. On her school, at the school board, she was instrumental in getting more money for the arts, pushing for that, and uh, so... Was that a, she, her being generous or were her sons in that? Just I just want to get a feel no, for that. No, just her... her just I think her, understa- her understanding, her... Yeah, her... Stu- the bigger picture. It was, it was, it was truly her understanding that this needs to be a part of the program being a part of the community helps because she sees also her other children which are all her friend all her sons Uh you know friends which become your you know adopted sons right she saw that some of them weren't into the same things they were in or they you know and so she she did recognize that 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 she's really good support of children throughout our community which is important very important good for her way to go katrina yes and she's also a lawyer, so she's got she's another another yeah. person with a lot of plates. You've got lots of you have lots of palettes. And in the she air. and and being a politician too as well, she understands the game. You know, she knows how we have to. Um, you can't just demand and ask and say, "I want it right now." It's it's it it comes out over years of of work. It come and it comes out of work. Right. You know, yeah, she's laser like. Well, let's uh, talk about uh, another supporter. Mm-hmm. That I I have I'd like to hear a few sort of fly on the wall details about what it's like when Elizabeth Segerstrom comes calling to find <laughs> out what's going on in the program, what she can do. Yeah, we were very uh, lucky. Um, uh, Katrina Foley met um, Elizabeth Segerstrom, and she um, invited her to our school, and they had some lunch together, I think, or something like that. And she came to our school, and and we showed her what was going on. The Segerstroms are very supportive of the arts throughout Orange Costa Mesa in particular, of course, as, right. we, as we know, they're, they are the arts, um, uh, main arts contributor f- family. Um, and uh, they endowed our school with our first, the first monies to start the foundation, um, Costa Mesa High School and Estancia, and started the foundations with, with grant money. And so uh, Henry uh, really started the whole thing. So uh, with a chance to, with our new Performing Arts Center going online, some of the things that we had to show, we wanted to make sure that the Segerstroms were aware that um, some of our programs and some of the needs of our programs still and what, what we're doing mm-hmm. and that we're carrying on the traditions of what they aspire to, I think, through the arts. And so we were very lucky to have her come 
to our campus. From time and to time, it's not just the seed money, but just what does she do? Right. What kind well, of she's she's come and toured, and and uh-huh. we have we've given her a proposal right now, and so we're we're um it's in the still in the think tank stages oh and, my and God, what we're, have you. We're so breaking a story so, right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We love their their past support and and look forward to continued support of anything they do because they do a lot of things with programs throughout the county, of course. And and I know they have uh, their own high school, basically at the Sigerstrom High School. So they are. Uh, we look forward to continued support through them because uh, we know they're a family who knows what the value of the arts. And, and Costa Mesa is a city of the arts, so that's one one of our driving calls is we're the city of the arts so let's make it the city of the arts i'm wondering do you make sure every costa mesa high school student goes by a california scenario that the sagerstrom's underwrote yes commissioned i know that uh i have all my photography students who haven't gone over there i have them go in the day and have them go at night because they see it at night with the lights on the walls it's It's a different exhibit it's a total different exhibit so um we do have them I so have a lot of students go over there. Yeah, it's, it's required to go there and shoot and do different things because uh, it is that was an amazing gift that Henry had through through the artist to to develop that there, and it's kind of a hidden uh, hidden little biggest one of the biggest fattest secrets. Right? It, it is. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, and uh, the, I laugh. The irony is that the people who know it best are the ones that are on smoke breaks. <laughs> so okay, enough of that public health thing there. So she's she checks in from time to time, and she she's. She's writing checkbooks. Is she asking questions? Is she tweaking? Is she making any recommendations? Does she have preferences? What kind of interaction happens? I think that well, the, at the present, you know, it was since since her last visit. We'll we'll see what comes when was out that? of it. Uh, it was uh, this last this last spring. Okay. Yeah. So That's the first um, story. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. We're very encouraged by just by her even knowing who we are and coming out and seeing and seeing things and she, i think they're very as much as we want to save these um some some of these members of our community who are we see them in the paper we know they're very powerful and things like that a lot of them are you know once you get to meet them they're you know they're very well grounded and they come from families that understand the the concern of culture and understand that you know business is business and and getting by and all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you need you need culture. You need to develop, and their payback to to our to our society is bringing culture and letting it grow and fostering it in different ways. You know, through different programs and things like that. So did she which meet artists of, which too? Is, and they spent some time with her, the artists, the students. Yes, uh huh. Okay. They performed for her. Okay. And privately, you know, she had, we had a private showcase for her alone, so it was it was really fun to to see that. And they were just some of them, you know, weren't know didn't know uh, who this was they were performing for. So it was, it was oh, kind of fun. She, it was kind of fun for them, you know. Did she uh, buy anything? Well, we didn't have anything out for for for, for sale right then. So she's they've always also helped with our our foundation has an annual gala, and they support that in, in different ways. Um, the whole community does. Uh, we have a gala coming up too. I'll plug at the end of the. Would you okay? Uh, you may have something more to say about her involvement, her leadership. That give you every chance mm-hmm. to finish that, and then we could talk about the whole idea behind ACE. So I don't know if you had any more about Elizabeth Sayers. Have no, things changed since her husband's No, passing? no, I don't think so. So I think it's all still just, um, I think she's... She's dialed it the yeah, same. Yes, yes. She's, she's in a, uh, as far as I know. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll okay, leave it that. that's, yeah. That's but I like pro. to say about it, uh, the other portion of our support from the community yes. is the, the city of Costa Mesa itself. If... It, we're we're valued like I live in the city of Costa Mesa and, and um, I've seen firsthand the uh, willingness to 
their community outreach in the arts in particular is is fabulous uh, there's three or four different art events a year uh, we, had, we had art in the park and we have uh, art venture which is coming up uh, this fall as well that will be at the soco soco so- i said soco 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 and they also uh, underwrite a summer arts program for students in fourth through eighth grade free to any student in fourth or eighth grade in oh, Costa wow. Mesa, whether they go to Costa Mesa schools or private schools or anything, as long as they're there. And, and that runs for a month, which I which I coordinate with three other artists. Wow. And it's acting, ceramics and 3D art, uh, drawing and painting and photography and digital art. And uh, it's we built this based on the aspect that that the kids at the elementary level aren't getting as much art as they really deserve and especially the ones who want to have art and a lot of times you'll hear you know a student you they'll say oh this teacher really they do a lot of art but a lot of times you know you go in and all the projects no. look the same and that's not that's they're, like saying we Nazis did math but when, <laughs> you get, when does your pen get to go up or yeah. down what color do you use i mean so bit. we thought you know we need to be art is art is editing and art is you know and, and learning to to not just not everybody's is an a not everybody's uh, uh, is perfect. Hey, go back and rewrite, do redo this, edit this, and change this, and that's the us teaching art. Mm-hmm. We've this is the third year running. This, like I said, the city underwrites the whole thing. Very, very supportive. We have it at Costa Mesa High School during the summer, and it's like I said, free to any fourth through eighth grader. It's amazing. Um, it's three out nine to twelve um, for a whole month in the summer, and you can look for that next year. That'll that'll continue on. Where are we now? The so city, we are now. We're talking about Ace. Yeah. So Ace. Ace is the the school district decided. You know, we have some Academy of Creative Expression, which yes. you mentioned earlier. But we're that's the the shorthand. And our our district, which I think is is quite supportive of the arts, they came up with an idea of hey, let's have two showcase an like academic and a performing a, a visual performing arts uh, showcase type from each of these schools that we already have some good programs at, and so. Our department, um, you know, we all kind of worked together and came up with this Academy of Creative Expression. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing it for for several years now. It's been in kind of it morphs and changes a little bit, uh, but the idea behind it is that kids we have several different pathways and kids have chances to from really from seventh through twelfth grade to complete several pathways through the arts where they come out at the end, they are ready for art school or for performing arts, you know, schools. Um, they have, uh, we have senior exit projects kids do that can do them in the arts. Uh, we have special uh, 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 performances and uh, that they get to go to along with outside professionals coming in. You know, we have artists in residence type programs where kids, um, where we have, in the ceramics in particular, we've had mm-hmm. an artist in residence, a, a couple, several, that they'll come in and work and um, uh, we give them, say, some some free materials and the kids are um, seeing somebody work over there professionally and can go over and ask and see what's going on. It's kind of like on the side of the class, wow. but it, it's, it's working the same. Uh, along with having professionals come in for one or two day type of, um, uh, workshops with the kids so uh, the Academy for Expression is a way for kids to feel kind of there's a school within a school and this this idea was that we have some kids who are going off to OSHA which is the Orange County School of the Arts right I was wondering when that might have get mentioned yeah and, and and they have a they have a great program great school 
Um, but they do academics in the morning and then in the afternoon they do the arts and there's no, there's no sports. There's no, you know, there's no other aspects of like the traditional high school there. It's really, it's about the arts in the afternoon and they're in there and they're in their one kind of one pathway where what we've decided was instead of having that separate type of school, ours would be embedded within the school. So uh, the Academy of, Expre- Academy of Creative Expression, what it does is you can still be in ASB, you can go to dances, you can be on the football team or the tennis team, and you can still take all the art classes, performing in visual arts classes, and be in a play still and do all this kind of stuff at wow. a very high, very high level that you don't see at most high schools. And we've had students who've gone off to college and some will come back and say wow the facilities were better here and some of the teaching maybe was too so really um it's uh we we like i say with a lot of the grants that we receive and the monies that we um work hard to get we have established a really i think a professional and uh, a star program throughout the county well let's plug everything we can with the remaining minute or two that there's i'll make sure that the link for the Costa Mesa High School. It's a CMHS dot school loop. We'll put that up there. The whole URL on the summary for the program. Mm-hmm. But some other places to go, things to do. Yeah, well, and, and in that link to that to our school, um, you can go on under find the visual performing arts, and there's a calendar there which we'll have throughout the year, all the different plays and, and samples. And, and, oh, yes, really yes, cool samples. Yeah. Uh, and and all the choir performances and. Um, uh, uh, theater, dance, every everything will be there. The band, all that kind of stuff, along with our art shows. If you want to come and see, if you would love to be a part of the community supporting the arts, um, our foundation, uh, our foundation has a um, annual gala, and I believe this year it'll be in early October. October, I think it's gonna be October eighth, Saturday, October eighth. October eighth. You're pretty sure? I think Let's... it's gonna be the. Yeah, I have I have two dates, either October eighth or the first, but I think it's gonna be October eighth, and it's gonna be kind of a speakeasy type feel to a kind of fun dress up, you know, night of glamour and 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 what have you, and it'll be a you know kind of cocktail attire, flappers and fellows type of thing. Um, okay. And Roaring Twenties type of thing. So it's kind of fun. We try to do some kind of like theme behind it. So it's kind of fun to dress up. And it, it benefits the arts and the science academies at Costa Mesa High School. And it's is this easy to get into. It's like, I think $30 to $45 per person. So look to our foundation, our CMHS Foundation website for more information coming about that. Okay, um, good. And you can always contact them and say, you know, when is this going to happen and how can I be a part of it? So... There you go. There's, uh, I think from our, uh, one of the program I'm part of too is I'm big into photography and continuing on our, our first photography teacher, Ellen Butler, who is still active. And, and this is another great thing is, you know, the, the teachers who've retired come back and really help support the program. And she started about 25 years ago, a, a Orange County high school invitational photography, photography invitational, which is still running. I hope run it's at OCC also in this, in the spring and May. And it has a work by over uh, usually hundreds or so students put in work throughout the year. So um, we have all sorts of things going on. So go to the websites. We'll put and, those and links, both of them me. up. Yep, and they can contact me directly. Well, Curry Piazza, it's been a real pleasure to have you in here on Real People of Orange County. Thanks for coming down and joining us in studio. My pleasure. And I want to thank uh, everybody for listening today. Talk to you next week when Kimberly's here. Uh,